The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today is a great day. It is a little bit gloomy in Los Angeles and I love gloomy weather. It Like what sunshine does for people is what gloomy weather does for me. I'm very weird, I know. Highlight of the week. Um, very cool. Dear Media was in Forbes and there's a photo of me in Forbes. So I've made this about myself essentially and I feel very cool. With that being said, um, I now have a new Forbes personality. So I feel like <laughs> I'm like really kidding. People are going to think I'm serious and hate me. But yesterday I was just, I don't even know. I was just really on one. And when I get on one, I'm like really obnoxious. And I think I'm like Paris Hilton from Simple Life or something. Like it's like not okay. Everyone in the world hates me. So it was really cool. I was, I had some one-liners. I'm trying to think of a few. Oh, Taylor is not on the intro today, by the way, which is sad. Um, but this, this would have been the perfect thing because I was so obnoxious. Basically, it was Dear Media, which is like the network. It was cool. Yeah, I had some one-liners such as like Forbes people date Forbes people. Keep in mind, again, like this was not about me. So it's like funnier. Wearing sunglasses inside, telling people that I was too busy being in Forbes so I couldn't talk. <laughs> you know, I'm just really humble. This is a joke. If you guys have never <laughs> listened to the podcast, just so you know, I really am genuinely kidding. But that was really cool and a very big high. Also, I am back from Texas. Last week, I was home for the week. It was really nice. Oh my gosh, guys. I am obsessed with This Is Us. I literally cannot stop watching it. That's basically what I did. I went to Texas just to watch This Is Us for the week. It is so good. Like, I literally cannot stop watching it. I know I've already mentioned it on the podcast, but like, it takes so much for me to get like this obsessed with the series. And I'm like, not only obsessed, I'm so emotionally invested. It's kind of bad. I followed the entire cast on Instagram and I don't do that. Like, it's just literally the best show ever. It is now summer. I am in one class right now and it's like not fun because I keep forgetting. Like last night, totally forgot I had an essay due. So that was really unfortunate. I got that taken care of, but like, like I just want to be done with school I have one year and I'm gonna graduate I've been seeing all of everyone's graduation posts online and it's just like wow it's really coming but I'm kind of ready for it also it's summer so I'm hosting vlogs like I'm pretty much posting to my YouTube channel almost every single day I've pre-filmed so many videos yesterday and have so much so if you guys don't know and you just listen listen to the podcast and you found me somehow I don't know how people find podcasts I guess you just found me I like started on YouTube so I have a YouTube channel and it's like lifestyles lifestyles what it's a lifestyle vlog channel you'd think I would know what I do I feel like in all seriousness I kind of don't but yeah it's a lifestyle vlog channel so I'm posting there all the time so if you guys want to watch vlogs or you're interested in any of that check that out also check out the I love you so much podcast Instagram page and secret Facebook group they're always in the show notes guys you definitely want to join or follow especially the Facebook page that Facebook page is so fun and I have purchased so many product recommendations I've learned so much from people's life advice like it's actually just such a really like it's a very positive uplifting place and group of people to be in so you guys if you listen to the podcast you are only getting like 50% of it if you're not in the secret Facebook page because there's like a community to it and it's so much fun also very exciting things well when I was in Texas I literally bought an entire new house essentially like I had there's an unboxing haul and you guys will if you watch my videos you guys have seen it I bought so much stuff in my house and so now like my breakfast nook area is done and cute like everything is just getting so much cuter and so much better and I'm just really happy about it but 
Anyways, today's episode is really great. We have Dom back on the podcast. Dom is one of my best friends and you guys love her. The first episode I did with her is like definitely I still to this day get tagged in like the daily because all of you guys are so obsessed with it. Um, I'll have it linked in the show notes below. But yeah, we love that episode. You guys wanted her back. And this episode happened very organically. About a month ago, Dom and I, we got Alfred early in the morning. We were working on some stuff and then we were talking, which I'm sure I've, we were talking and basically we're like, okay, we're going to make a non-negotiable list with boys because we keep getting a little bit off track and we need to like really set this aside, make a list and stop not wasting time, but like not using our time wisely, you know? So we made this whole list just for ourselves. And then Tom's like, we need to make this into an episode. So we're making it into an episode. And these are basically just qualities that we, these are like, we're not budging. Like this is like what we want. And these are the qualities that we're looking for. And that is, that's the end of that. Dom, Dom so brilliantly named this podcast episode, um, Come Correct or Not at All, which is something that she says a lot, but I just found it was very funny and very fitting. And yeah, if you guys have other qualities that you think we're missing or things that you think we're stupid, let us know on the Instagram page. Um, I will have Dom stuff linked down below, but I really think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and let's get started. instead of one two three testing (laughs) (laughs) all right dominique are you ready y'all i don't think y'all know like i am so excited this is going to be our best episode yet you guys love the first episode with dom that is by far the one that i still get the most messages about and it's been probably like six seven months since that episode this this episode, though, it came about very organically. We were yesterday morning. We went and got Alfred. We went to the beach because our we were supposed to have class and we literally moved class to the beach. School is very hard for us. Yes, just really hard. Really hard. ZLC is really tough, guys. So we go to the beach and we're talking. And I was like, Dom, we're going to make our like non-negotiables with dating. And we need to make a list of things that we're not compromising anymore because I think we're queens of compromise. Oh. Queens. We're very, very good at it. It's something that I wish I was worse at, you know? It's just Kenzie and I find the best in literally everyone. We literally just did it before we were recording about this person who's clearly lying. Like there's no, there's literally no other option other than this person's lying. And we're like, I don't know. Like maybe he's not like, no, he's lying. It's a lie. It's literally a lie. And I just, we need to just be better at it. Yeah. But like, we just had a very like, thank you next moment. Yeah. Like we were sitting in the car. We were like, we've known some great people. They taught us a lot. A lot. They're incredible, amazing people that I love to death. Genuinely. But you, you just, sometimes you just deserve more than what it was, you know? And I think this is the realization that we've had. And we were sitting there and I was like, we're making this. And then Dom's like, let's do an episode. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. Because there's, it's not even like, I don't want to say like, we're not naive. Like, it's not that we don't see these things. It's just that we truly believe the best, which in dating circumstances can get you into trouble when you are, when it's like patterns over potential, you know? It's just like, you see where they could go and you're like, yes. And as a friend, you should be able to see that and you should support them, but you should leave it as, as a friend. (laughs) 
Say it one more time. <laughs> friends, just friends. Friends, 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 Leave friends, friends, friends. Leave friends. it at the door, girl. Girl, he's your friend, girl. Like, do not <laughs> let him tie you down, girl. Like, he, let if you let him tie you down, you're going to be tied up in his yeah, nonsense. Like, actually. we just don't have time for it. We don't have time for it. So I'm, you know, I'm ready. I've, I've also recognized this in myself, which Taylor King loves to point this out. But this is my pattern with at least the past two boys in the past like three years there's really only been like two boys right so this is how it starts off for me actually this is way more than that this is there's been more than two boys i'm literally lying but (laughs) in the ones i can think of this is what happens i become really good friends with someone right and i'm like so anti the idea of them my friends are always for it before i'm for it and then i'm like no, like I could not, ew. I'm like not, <laughs> repulsed is like really harsh. I don't mean it like that. I just mean like they're super friend zone and I'm like, ew, like I don't even see any of that, right? And then I got too close with them. It's like our director, Nate, always talks about like, he's like, when you fall for someone, like that's a decision. Like you're making choices, even if it's subconscious, like you are spending more time with them. You are getting to know them on like a more intimate level. You are doing this, you are doing that. So I put myself in a position where I'm with them more Obviously, if like there is some sort of attraction, like things are going to develop. Yes. And it's like I get too close to them and then feelings come, even though at the beginning I was so against it, which I was against it for a reason because I saw something for a reason and I need to stick to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm huge on you. You marry your best friend. Yes. You have to be with the person that you Yes, potentially you could live without them, but like you, you don't wouldn't want, want to. to. Yeah. And I just feel like that always oh, just that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Because like, yes, you love this person, they're great, but like they're not always for you. They're not always what's best for you. And when I was thinking of this list and just coming up with things that I was like, no, like these are uncompromisable. I think it's just you have a relationship with this person and you care about them and you know their good sides and their bad sides. And it's like, since you've given so much to this, it's just that much harder to give it up. So I feel like you're more willing to be like, okay, they did this, but I've seen them do this before. And it's like, how many bad things are they going to have to do before it's drilled into your brain? Like, you can't change them. I think I'm so huge on being like, I can change them or I see the good in them or I see the potential in them. It's like, girl, let it go. Let that mango. Let it mango. Mango. Like the fruit. Mango. Let that mango. Actually, like, yes. Couldn't have said it better myself, Dom. We also, I think it's, I feel like in the past three, the past, I've talked about this a billion times on the podcast, but this past semester, I have grown more than I ever have in my entire life and grown up. I think specifically the past three weeks, I feel like I have like been expedited through something. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was three weeks ago. I feel like I've grown up seven years in three weeks. Like, it's just like a maturity mindset, right? Which really is funny because basically we have this list of like 20 things that we want in people. And I think we're just declaring in faith, but also it's like these, we're not settling and we're not, it's like, you have to know what you deserve. I also want to make it very clear. Like this is not, I don't know. I think different people are different things. Just because something doesn't work out with someone does not mean they're bad and vice versa. Things you're not for everyone. They're not for you, whatever. So we have, um, 
a list of all of these things. And the first one, <laughs> the first point that I have is mature, which really, this is a big full circle moment because in our last episode, my last point was there's a difference between types of maturity and like you can be this kind of mature and not emotionally mature and whatever it is. But I think overall, well-rounded mature, that is just, it has to be, it has to be, you know? Like you literally yeah. have to. This is what I'm saying. Like with, I feel like I've just grown up and it's like, you have to, like, I, I personally, I don't have time to waste. I don't know about you, but like, I don't have any more of it. I don't have time. I don't, I don't see where I could possibly fit that in my schedule. Like my Google calendar is pretty full. You know, I have a dot every single day on my calendar. That's just how much time I don't <laughs> have for nonsense of people trying to not be mature. Yeah. And like my first point was want to grow. Like yes, that's you one of mine. need someone who wants to grow. Yep. Like this person needs to be like, yes, that was a good year for me. That was a good quality that I had, a good value that I set in place in my life. But if you're living off the quality and values of life that you had when you were a freshman in high school. Yep. It's like, no. Not even, like, there's a new, it's like when you're living off of the revelation of six months ago, it's like, dude, there has to be something else. I think on top of, like, wanting to grow, it's like the disciplines that come with that. Like, you can't expect to just grow without any sort of self-discipline, without, like, it is so attractive when someone is, like, constantly reading, listening to podcasts, like, trying to learn, trying to grow, trying to be better. That's also, like, a taking an ownership of their life. Yes. And these are also all things that, like, I want to be more of. Like, yes. we're not perfect. We are well aware of that. It's just you have to, like, sometimes I really encourage everyone to make this list so that you don't put yourself in a position that you never deserved in the first place, you yeah. know? But I think self-disciplines and, like, whether that be, like, fitness, like eating, how you manage your money. That's a huge one, especially at this age. Like just taking ownership of your life and yourself and who you are, who you want to be. Like no one else controls that but you. Yeah. And if you can't do that, like you're just going to make my life worse, you know? Yeah. It's like, if not who, if not you, then who? Yep. Realistically. And it's like, you can't be dependent on other people trying to change your life. Like you have to be the one to set that standard. Yeah. And I feel like when you don't have a standard for how you want your life to be lived, how you want people to treat you, like Kenzie's saying, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yep. You're going to keep letting the wrong people stomp all over your garden, all over your heart. Like Kenzie was saying, I feel like same, we've both been in the same season where it's like, I feel like I've been expedited through relationships for God really just teaching me like, see this? Okay none of this. You're not going to let any of this happen. Now, moving forward, this is the standard. Yeah. You like, you've seen what it's been like to go through this, this, and this. Now set your standard. Yeah. And I think like now, the next person to come along, I'm going to be able to be like, all right, yep, I remember those red flags. I remember those red flags. Like, yeah. out, out. Oh, I think too, there's like also things that I know that I want from like past things I'm like I do like we were saying like it's like I do want it to be my best friend like there are definitely like I think with it's like you learn what you don't want and what you want mm -hmm. through every single relationship it doesn't even have to be like a romantic relationship like friendships just learning different qualities that you want and what you don't want also I've learned through relationships like things that I do, that are like ugly in me that are brought out through relationships that I don't like in myself yeah and because of that I'm like okay I need to work on this I need to work on that but I'm able to do it 
on my own before I mess. Now that I realize that and I'm taking ownership of it now, I'm able to hopefully work that out before I'm with someone and that hurts them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, like, if you can't see it, you can't be dependent on someone else to like, you know what I'm saying? So I just think, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Also, something else, Dom and I were talking about this. I mean, we talk about this all the time. We were talking about this in the car right here. And it's, you know, the quote that's like, you are your five best friends. So look at who you're dating and look at who their best friends are. And like that pretty much just sums it up. Like if it it, it, it just matters, it really, really, really matters. And if they're first off, like your friends, whatever, I don't think every single relationship and friendship in your life is meant for you to gain something from it. I think that it's hopefully a mutual like pouring into each other, whatever. But I think if it's someone that you're like helping out more so and they're your number one, that is a not good because those are the people that they're going to go to for advice. Those are the people that they're going to become more like. Those are the people whose habits they're picking up, what they're learning from. Even if it's passive and they don't even realize it, that's where it's coming from, you know? Yeah, and even who they take advice from. Yeah. And like that who is real. opinions, ma- like what opinions matter to them. I think, you know, if they get offended over someone they don't really know that well, making like a comment about their life, it's like, bro, you don't even know that person. Like, why are you getting offended about that? But if they are taking to heart, like say someone who's been an influence over their life for a really long time, has authority over them, Mm -hmm. um, has a lot of wisdom and knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I just, I think it's a huge red flag when someone like gets so sensitive and bothered by the opinions of those that don't matter. Amen, Dom. Like it's literally, it's kind of scary to me because I'm like, I mean, I understand if you're kind of like off put by it, but that ruins your whole entire mentality. One person you don't even know telling you something about your life that they have no perspective on. It's like, dude, they don't even know you. And I just think that is like such a huge red flag that like we don't have time for. Yeah. And also like to piggyback off of yours is one was like kind of like family values and just, you know, like qualities and stuff. And I mean, like not saying they have to come from like the best family ever, but just how they treat others. Yeah. I think is such a huge thing. Like they might treat you well. Watch how they treat the person, the hostess at the restaurant. Yes. That is so big. Like just the small people in everyday thing, the Uber driver, the barista, everyone around them. If they treat them with kindness, you know they're going to treat you with kindness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but or if they're nice to their mom, their brother, their sister, just their family. But if they're only nice to you and to other people, they're like the biggest jerk ever. Um, I wish I had a red flag right now. Yeah, like, I wish it. I had like a mini red flag. Yeah. Because we... Once again, where's the time? Where's the time? Okay, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about Care Of. I love Care Of. I've been a huge fan of them for forever, and I've shown them on my YouTube channel in the podcast, so I'm super excited to be sharing their protein powders with you guys. So Care Of launched in 2016 with a goal of honest guidance and better ingredients personalized to each individual. I Basically, I love personalized things, okay? Care Of is really cute, and everything is personalized. Like, you get the little packets, and it says your name on it. Like, I know you've seen them on Instagram. They're very, very cool. So a lot of you guys are familiar with their vitamins, and they're now 
extending the same transparency and customization to the world of protein powders to offer that same personalized approach to find protein and boost that fit your unique lifestyle, health, and diet goals. So, Care-of is personalized protein just for you. Care-of's new online quiz helps you learn if you're getting enough protein, fiber, and good fats, and gives you a personalized recommendation to suit your particular diet preferences, fitness and diet goals, and lifestyle choices. Protein is a building block of any healthy diet. It's what your organs, muscles, hair, and skin are made of. Protein can impact weight management by making meals more filling or serving as a healthy snack substitute. As you guys know, I'm very, very into health and fitness. I work out every day. I'm super into meal prepping. And sometimes adding like protein powders or vitamins or whatever it is, is a little bit overwhelming for me. So I really love the care of protein because I love the test. Tells me what I need and it just kind of does everything for me and it's personalized and says my name on it. So I'm a little bit of a narcissist, but I just think it's really cute. So it's just less overwhelming to me and I love care of. I trust them completely and it just, I know that I'm getting what I need to be getting. So care of was nice enough to give us a 30% off code for I love you so much listeners. So for 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter ILYSM30. Again, that is takecareof.com and enter ILYSM30. I love them and I know you will too. Definitely try them out. And if you guys do try them out, like send me, tag me in something, show me. I would love to see this stuff. Uh, But with that being said, let's get back to the episode. I think also like being secure in yourself, your relationship with God, your relationships with other people, and like just being overall a stable person like that is something that I find so attractive because you think of like the contrary, someone who's like very insecure and someone who's very unstable, which I definitely, I don't think I've been the most stable person in the per- like first few months of this year for yeah. sure. But this is something that like I'm working on. I'm like, I want to be the most stable person. Like if something really bad, which I think now it's really weird because this semester, this past semester and this current semester are both ending off in very, very similar ways. And while last semester was a lot more drastic, this semester is like, it's pretty much identical. It's just not as heartbreaking in the sense of like shock. But it's like, I look at how much I've grown from then to now. And I'm like, I feel like I really am so much more like stable and so much stronger because it's like, I want when something bad happens to like hit me and kind of roll off. Like, I don't want it to take me out. And I think it like last semester, it took me out for a while. So it's like, and like, yes, that was a drastic thing. And I think you have to like deal with things and for sure. But I'm like, I just really want to be stable. And in recognizing that, like, I want that in myself, I'm like, okay, I really want that in like a partner as well. And I'm being so proactive because I know that I haven't been as, I think I've let things slide in the past and I don't want to do that anymore for the sake of me, myself and the other person. Like, I don't want to put them in a position where they're going to get hurt because at the end of the day, I'm like, that's not what I want, you know? So it's like, I want someone to just be stable. And these might sound super obvious, but it's really easy to just let your emotions run wild, you know? Oh, girl. Yes. (laughs) Like, for real. As yeah. Ryan Kinerney would say, for real. Yep. Because you just something that we take for granted is like our saneness. When we're in a sane setting, when we're not going through something hard, when we're just kind of floating by in life, I think we can, it's just so easy to forget how like one thing can happen and all of a sudden we're all the way out there. And yep. I think there's nothing worse 
than having a partner where you literally, have you guys ever had a friend or like a family member or something and they text you and you kind of get like anxiety? Yeah. You're kind of like, oh crap, they just texted me. Cause you know, they're about to like say something. They project their feelings onto yes, you. Like they're, it's just emotional, like spillover. Yep. Like it's just collateral damage. Like they have something to say that's happening in your life and you're, it's like collateral damage onto your life because you're like, now I feel like I'm a part of this. Now I feel like I'm emotionally invested, even if I don't want to be. And like, mm-hmm. it's almost like, oh my gosh, dude, I, please don't text me. Please don't tell me that. Like, not like you don't care, but it's just like, you're getting me invested in all your issues that like, it's like that stability. Yeah. I can't have your emotional collateral damage, like hitting me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a shotgun, every text message you're sending. Like, I just need you to be like, Keeping me calm. Like, you know what I'm I saying? I think also something else that I have on here is like protects me and my heart. So it's yes. like things like that when it comes to like projecting or when it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're, they're, they kind of use you as like a punching bag almost or yeah. like they're not like thinking, oh, I don't want to hurt you worse or like I don't want to make, not that like obviously I want them to come to me. It's more, it's not really about like what's going on with them. It's more so just in general, like, making sure you're in the right headspace to even be a part or like that you're ready or that you're at that maturity. Cause I feel like, I don't feel like anyone is ever really ready for anything, but I think it's a decision that you make. And I think there are times when you are more ready than other times. And sometimes when you're not in a state of like not being ready, like don't put me in a position and tell me otherwise, you know, like you don't want to ever do that to someone. So it's like someone who's like looking out for like me as well and not just them because of their own like selfish gain it's like maybe they want that but like they're not in a place and then they just end up hurting you you know yeah I love that almost like this is a little segue into like a point that I had but they're just woke yeah and like yes like social awareness of like okay say I am going through something do you need to tell me that thing right now Mm -hmm. like can you wait till we get home like Can you tell me these things later? Can you not freak out in front of everyone? Like, can you not cause a scene in front of everyone? Like, can you wait till we're in a private setting where you can be like, hey, I just, it wasn't cool when you did that. Or like, hey, this happened. Like, you need to, nothing worse than someone who is not woke in their setting. And you're just like, bro. Now everyone's in on our tea. Now everyone's yeah. staring at us. Now you've, you're causing this tension that everyone is a part of when it could have just been a you and me thing. That also goes back to like honoring anyone. Like you never want to do that. Like we at Zoe, they're super big on like correcting in private. Like if there's a, yes. like as a student, if you're doing like whatever, if you have an attitude or whatever it is, it's like if anyone is ever like in trouble basically for just being whatever we're doing, like you we would not know because they do that in private and I think that that like should like bleed into our relationships of like if we're having issues that's between us and we're going to talk about it like behind closed doors and if we need help we're going to go to someone who's like above us for advice yeah that also goes back to like who you're getting advice from like are you getting advice I don't care if your friend is older than you they're not a like ahead of you in life that doesn't really make anything any sense like you only want to you want to get advice from people that you want to be more like or people who have already done it, right? Exactly. So it's like, go to someone who's in like a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage. Like, don't go to your friend just because they're a few, a 
good amount of years older than you, but in the exact same place as you. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, that's the opposite of what you want, you yes. know? Exactly. And it's just like, it like protects us. Like it protects yeah. our relationship. It protects you. Like you don't want everything out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just think there's nothing worse than like something like that happening. And exactly like you can just take it. Yeah. You can take stuff like that. You can take little hits and not let sensitivity or any of that stuff drive you out. Like yeah. we can have normal, healthy conversations, which is another thing I have on my list, which is comfortable. Like if you have something hard to tell someone, you're I'm not scared to go to them. Yeah. Like if I'm like, this bothered me or like, hey, this happened. I I'm not scared and being like, like thinking all day, oh my gosh, I have to tell them this. Oh my gosh, like, how are they going to react? Are they going to blow up? Are they going to be cool? Or like, are they going to freak out? Like, I'm just comfortable telling them. Yeah. And even though they may have a reaction of some sort, it's not going to be like me covering my ears and like ducking for cover. Like, oh my gosh, like I just told them and now they've, they're yelling at me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think there's so much to be said too when you go to someone that you love and you're like, hey, this really like hurt me when you said this. Like, I know that's not your intention, but I'm just like letting you know because you're saying that one because you want to make things better and you want to work on it. It's not an attack, like you're on the same page, but for that person to make it about themselves and not about you and not like, oh, like I hurt you, I'm so sorry. Like you just take ownership and you go from there and yes. you apologize and you get better and you move on. It's not that big of a deal. But when someone makes it about themselves like that screams insecurity and like it speaks volumes you know like it's that for me I think that's probably my biggest thing from like this point forward is like how people handle conflict also I think on top of handling conflict when things get hard it's like someone showing up and just being, yes. I think I've learned a lot in the past like two years about like what it means to show up for someone. It doesn't mean that you're there 24 seven. It doesn't mean that you're like physically there 24 seven. It doesn't mean, it doesn't have to look like anything other than like, hey, I'm with you. We're in this together. You're gonna be okay. You don't have to talk. Like you don't have to like say things. It's like you show up when things are really hard and you're just there. If that means like bringing a coffee, nothing. Like it's really not as crazy as it sounds and it shouldn't even sound crazy. Like. I don't know. I think it's just like being able to show up for someone under stress and pressure. And I think sometimes people can't do that. And you're just not in the right headspace or you're not in the right, not like mature enough, not secure enough, whatever it is. And that's totally fine. Like not everyone is there. But for me personally, if I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, that is yeah. a non-negotiable. Because it's also like things are going to get hard. It's life. We're, we're in this together. Like Dom and I are very like, I'm not dating around. Like I'm like, if I'm dating you, I'm serious. Like, yeah. this is not a, like, oh, like, we'll just ha-ha have fun. Like, that's personally, like, neither of us care about that. So it's, like, this is not something... It's just... It's not even that... It's not... Not even close. Like, non-negotiable isn't even a strong enough word for that. You yeah. Know? Like, it's it's literally the standard. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, oh, we'll work out the kinks. It's literally, no. like, no. You need to come into this thing with these qualities already worked out and I feel like that's the whole thing of like if you're looking to date someone or whatever like pursue like whatever the case is you in the friend zone and you guys figuring out whether you like each other whatever the case is in that whole sphere that whole zone you need to be putting these things to the test because mm -hmm. if one of these things you're like 
ooh. Like they ain't, ooh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. one of these things, like these are non-negotiables. Yeah. Like, and you know what's so hilarious? It's like sometimes we think our world is so small and no one like, oh my God, you're the only one I've ever met. Oh, no, you don't understand. You're the only person I've met. I like this and that. No. I- billions of people yeah. are in this world you can meet someone to do not waste your time thinking that like they are the only person like that because if i've learned anything it's like through every situation i've you can there's always someone out there it's not the end of the road don't think your world's too small to meet someone who's gonna these these aren't hard things these aren't crazy oh my gosh like Guys, like, your standards are so high. No, bro. These are very, like, normal, yeah, simple, non-negotiable qualities. I also don't think high standards are bad either. Yes. Like, it's also, it's like a respect. At the end of the day, it's a respect that you have for, like, yourself, your calling. Even when you think about it, like, someone said this to me the other day, and they're like, um they were talking about like dating advice and they basically were like, do you want your kid to be half of them? And I was like, dear God, no. You know, so it's like, it's just crazy when you like, I don't know, when I think about it, like big picture, like that's pretty extreme. That's not really like something that I'm like thinking about right now or whatever. But it's like, I it, I just don't, I don't, I just, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a lot. It's really, really, really just a lot. Oh my gosh. Okay, yesterday too, we were talking in the car and I was like, dumb, I don't know what it is, but- I think part of it is what I said earlier is that I get myself in these positions where I'm like friends with someone and I'm not into them at all. And then it grows on me because then I like get to know them better. And I feel like there's a really solid chance the more you get to know someone that like things like that are going to happen, especially if you're already good friends and like whatever. But I was like, I don't know what it is in me because I don't I think it's like everyone's like, oh, they think they can fix someone. I'm like, but I don't know what it is because I it's like, why am I only with like emotionally immature people? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Dom, would you like to elaborate on the answer you gave me? Because I felt like it was very good. It's the creative. We yep. came to the conclusion that Kenzie and I are both very creative. You, If you guys listen really to the Really creative first, like that. <laughs> if you listen to the first podcast episode, I literally described what my dream yeah. guy looks like. And, and he sounds emotionally unstable. He like, sounds emotionally unstable. <laughs> he looks emotionally unstable. But the thing is, is like, I think with creativity comes emotional baggage. That's usually like what people like put the two together. Yeah. But I am, I just believe that there is someone out there who is going to be able to hone in their creativity, hold in their emotional, whatever they're going through and not project that onto others. Yeah. You know who this reminds me of? The complete opposite of this is Erica and Roman Boschko. Both extremely creative, both some of the most like stable, secure people I've ever met in my entire life. Like you're around them and you're calm. Yeah. Like neither one of them is overcompensating. Neither one of them is like overdoing it, self-validating, none of that. Like literally. Yeah. Their jobs are like Roman is a freelance creative um, graphic designer. Erica runs creative and they're both of them are actually running our East location at our church and I am like I love that. I was spending some time with them this past week and I was like there is literally chaos going around yeah. you guys and they are like getting stuff done and 
I love their story. I was talking to Erica one time when one of our friends- They have the best story. They have the best story. But I was just talking to Erica and I was like, Erica, tell me, what do you think the hardest thing about marriage is? And she said that it was just being able to get over things. Yeah. She's like, it's not how much like, do you love me? Do you care about me? But it's like, okay, you did this. It bugged me. It was annoying, but I'm not holding it against you. Mm -hmm. That ability to just let things literally roll off your shoulders. Like, okay, yeah, that was annoying. Don't do it again, but I'm not holding it against you. You're not bringing up like things from the past. Like you did that. You're wrong. Like she's just like, the deeper you guys can go, like you are going to go through things in your life and marriage and things are going to get hard. But I think being able to know that like the back door on this thing's closed, you're going to do things that are going to upset me. I'm going to do things that are going to upset you. And we're just going to keep going deeper and deeper in this thing. Like, yeah. and I love that. I was like, that's why you guys are perfect. They are perfect. I also have an episode with Erica as well. I'm going to start linking below the episodes that I reference. It was so incredible. I think, too, when it comes to, like, I was like, my type is being very emotionally mature. In my three past weeks of really maturing, as I've stated before, I feel like I just almost see myself differently. Like, And I think that's, that is kind of the start of me being like, okay, this is the only, this is what I'm, what I'm doing, and this is what... This is what I'm not putting up with, but like, obviously not, look, we're not perfect. Who we're going to be with is not perfect, yeah. but it's like this, this is my standard because it's like, I see myself differently in a sense of like, not that I had like a uh, poor self view before. It's yeah. not that I just like, I feel different. Like I'm like, I've matured. It's like this weird expedited three weeks. And it's like, you I learned, s- so I've learned much. so much and I'm like, I'm not putting up with this anymore. I literally do not have time to waste. Yeah. I just see myself older I think honestly like I don't really know what else it is other than like older and more, more like mature open. more open and like I'm like there the world like you said is so big and it's yeah. like if I want to do what I want to do and if I want to be who I want to be this is what I need like I used to be like I don't really want to date someone older yeah but everyone and their mother has told me I had to date someone older for the past year they're like what are you doing you need to date someone older I don't even think it's older it's just more mature yeah like it doesn't have to be it just needs to be like, I need to date someone who's more mature. And also I'm like, just to like balance each other out. It's like, you can't like, there's no more dragging someone. It's you balance each other out. Yes. You know? I love that. That was one of my points. One of the, I think the biggest points on here is like, you guys have to balance each other out. I think it, I'm not saying they have to be like polar opposites from you. But I think of a lot of the people who are closest to me, like there's a lot of things I'm not good at, a lot of places where I fall short. And I just love that my friends are so strong in those categories, like so strong in those categories. And I think that like you need someone who's gonna be strong in other categories. You need someone who's gonna balance you out, who's gonna keep you in check in the right way, who can like, I'm like reading off my whole list, but literally can like <laughs> make decisions. <laughs> like literally, oh yeah. You need to have someone who can just make decisions, be like, oh yeah, this need like we're gonna do this. And you trust them and believe in them enough to be like, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And I like that's it. I think also <laughs> this is such a this is such a like cliche in such an obvious one but someone like not afraid of commitment 
<laughs> Dom right now, her face. It's <laughs> it's not even in a relationship. It's in any area of someone's life. Like committing to like who anything, they who just they are, anything. what they want to do. Like just, and I think what's like, we're young, we're all figuring it out. It's not that you have, to have everything figured out, but like be committed to like what you're doing or be committed to who you're with or like whatever it is. And it's like, it's obviously not afraid of commitment in relationships, but that's the biggest one. But it's just like, I put not afraid of commitment and their own feelings for the love of God. <laughs> like that's literally what, what I type. But it's just like you, I think, again, like I said, like no one's ever really fully ready, but also there are times when you are less ready than others. And it's just like, I think so often we are the ones who ruin it for ourselves. And it's like, I can think of so many situations where I was stupid. I was young. Like I was like, I am young, but like, young, immature, like, just dumb, especially, like, in dating and friendships, whatever, and it's, like, the thing gets too big, and, like, it's something that I want, but I'm, like, oh, what is the quote? Basically, it's, like, you don't want, it's kind of equivalent to this, like, there's, like, parallels between this, but it's, like, you don't want, you don't want to, like, get to, like, your calling and not be big, like, and then it take you out because you don't have the character, you don't have the yeah. backbone, you, you're not the person that you need to be for that to happen, and it's, like, I don't want to get to, a relationship and be that way because I didn't take all this time to like just get better like you're not getting better for a relationship you're getting better to be a whole complete person like these are all just qualities that we could say like we want in ourselves and we think are important and they are but also that's not really what we've been talking about lately so we're bringing it back to us okay <laughs> but it's like you just have to be able to like be a human being. Like, things are scary. Stop running from things that you know you're supposed to do. Like, if someone is constantly running, let them run. <laughs> like, let them run. Yeah, like, don't... I don't care. Yeah, don't... I think for your sake and your benefit, don't let the memories that you had someone be, like, the reason why you stay in a relationship with someone. Yeah. People change. And the whole point of, like, this is, is, like, people change. And sometimes when you met someone three months ago, they're not going to be the same person three months later, like whatever the case is. And I just think that like, if they're not committed to growing, to loving, like these, this is isn't in their core mm -hmm. and they're not committed to these things, then they're not going to be committed to them later. Yeah. And being in a relationship with you isn't going to be the reason why they're going to be committed to them now. You might be a little bit of a wake up call, but if they don't make that internal decision to be like, oh my gosh, I need to change for me and how I'm treating others. Like, none of their decisions should be based on, like, you being in their life. Like, their decisions should be based on, the like, I want to be a better person. Yeah. I just want to, like, treat people better. Like, at their core, they just want to be better. I think how people, going back to, like, how people handle conflict, too, it's, like, watch how they handle falling out with people. That's so big. And it's like you, you just because you're not the closest to someone or you had a falling out or like you had a breakup or whatever, doesn't mean you have to hate them. This is what happens time and time again. I know because I have done this before. It's way easier when you're upset about something, you're upset about losing someone. It's way easier to hate them than it is to admit like, hey, I screwed up. Hey, I'm sorry. I messed up. I did the thing that I thought I would never do. I did this. I did that. It, this is my fault. It's so much easier to just hate them than it is to take the blame and to like understand what really happened and to feel that emotion because that sucks and that hurts, you know? Yeah. So it's like, then they'll have a hard heart and then they like have to be petty and they have to. And it's like, again, that goes back to maturity. I feel like all these are linked together, but it's like, watch how people handle that because it's like, 
even if like this is your forever person like that's how they're gonna treat other people like that's and if you guys break up that's what they're gonna do with you and if they've done it before i can guarantee you they're gonna do it again you know and i just like that was such a great point like you need to be okay with knowing that there's gonna be failures in this thing don't let people like letting you down like i guess take out this whole thing yeah like Yes, there needs to be room for grace and stuff. But at the end of the day, the big things that count, if they're not showing up when the big things go down, there is a huge problem. There is a huge problem. And they are clearly not seeing it. They're not getting the big picture in this thing. And give them grace. I think I am, Dom and I are both the biggest people on grace and forgiveness, which is kind of why... I think there's a there's you can give someone grace and you can give them forgiveness. That doesn't mean you have to let them back in. And that is really the issue that we both have run into. Yeah. So it's like give them grace and give them forgiveness and understand people are not there. Like you can still love them as a person and think the best of them and see the best in them. Like, yeah, there's no need to like hate them. Like just like what I was saying, like hate them or whatever. It's like, no, it just didn't work out. I still think you're an amazing person. I love you to death. Like you've been a great friend to me. But as far as anything else, like it doesn't, it's not going to go past that anymore because I know now, you know, and it's like, that's where you have to leave it. And there's never any reason to be petty. There's never any reason to like have any, like, I don't want any animosity towards anyone in my heart, Mm -hmm. like, let alone the people that I've been closest to, you know, and it's like, that hurts. That sucks. Like, it's not it. Also, okay, let's do one more point. But um, if you're not already, can we talk about the no? This is on Dom's list. Just so you guys know. Yes, in case you're wondering, we did, in fact, make a shared Google Doc with our non-negotiables. Accountability is everything. <laughs> it really you know. is. I'll have you know. But the no job is too small or too big. You're point number 10. Yeah. That is beautiful. Love that. Can you elaborate on that? We'd love to hear more. This person, if... I'm talking about humility here, people. <laughs> but besides, above all of that, at, at their core, no job for them is too small or too big. I need them to be able to do something like mopping the floor. But if they're also given this crazy big opportunity where maybe they're not 100% qualified for it, but they're willing to take that leap of like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to try, I'm going to adjust, I'm going to do the best I can. The security and what it takes to do not only the smallest job, but the biggest job shows what kind of person they are. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about that. I was like, because maybe they're down to do all the small things, but what about the big things? You don't want someone who's too scared to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> risk it for the biscuit, people. Like, or vice versa. Like, you don't want someone who's too big to do the small things, you know? I, I Do you have room for that in your life? I honestly, no. I'm I, looking again at my Google Calendar, and it's pretty full. No room. No room. Zero room. None. I wish I had... I actually... I don't have a storage unit for that kind... <laughs> Girl, let me tell you something real quick. If he is not willing to mop the floor and the next day get and do his thing in whatever sphere of life, like, there's something. Let's dumb it down to this. Hey, can you, uh, do, do you want to make a meal? Uh, that's girl stuff. I, I can't make a meal. Yeah. If you don't get your, get out of my face right now. I can't even look at you right now. I don't know who the, <laughs> telling me you can't. 
I think Dom's gonna fight someone in the studio right now. Get out. Get out. You you're telling me, oh hey, can you like pick up, you know, I don't know, some products, some feminine products. Yeah. Are you seriously gonna put me in a position if you don't get your actually like and it's just like what who what they value who they value like they they don't value you enough to do things like if i think people just show that it's not through words it's through actions so it's just like so and i'm not saying you have to give me the world but in the small things you should want to though yeah exactly you should want to you should do everything you can to like give the other person the world but at the same time it's literally the the free things the mm-hmm. things that don't cost money, the things that take time, that take commitment, that take action. Yeah. Like, if you want a thriving, growing, loving, filled relationship, this has to be everything. It's like, I'm in it for the small things and the big things. When you get the big opportunities, I'm here to encourage you to let you know, I believe in you. You can do this. We might be underqualified, but you're qualified. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just in the small things. You're not too big for this. We're in this together. We're starting small, but going to end big. Like, whatever it, it just, that point means so much to me because growing up, all I was ever taught. Yeah. You're going to do this and that. And I think, like, ours, everyone around us is so good at, like, reminding us that but yeah. i think sometimes it takes that personal reminder your your boy your dude he needs to be down for whatever yep this was really good dom i feel good i feel lighter after this don't you i just had tea time tea time it was so good like i am so excited for just what everyone's gonna what the stories <laughs> that could, are gonna come i can't wait podcast. till it's like way down the road from now hopefully not for you but we're listening back to this and we're like yeah we got all those things it's so hilarious because last time we filled um <laughs> we recorded film, recorded films yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we recorded the po- our first podcast like we when the episode came on we were like oh my yeah. gosh we were going through all of that and now we're like I feel like it's oh, it's so full circle. It's going to be very full circle. So full circle. And I can't wait. I can't wait. When this comes out, because I think we're going to be laughing really hard. No, I think so, too. I feel like this one was a little bit more serious than our last one. Yeah. We're obviously always funny. Don't worry about that. But it's like this is like this is serious stuff. We're not messing around anymore. Like I if there's one thing I've learned in the past three weeks is that I literally do not have time. I'm not messing around with anyone or anything in the re- my life anymore. It's over. So anyways, thank you so much for coming on, Dom. I love you. I love you guys. Best friends forever. Kenzie, I love you so much. Can't wait to be 40 in Bora Bora. We always say this. Praise we God. We change the vacation place every yes. time. But. Savannah, you Sav. know. We'll see you there, Sav. We'll see you in Bora Bora, honey. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love, love you, Dom. Love you guys. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, rate, review, whatever you guys do with that. Join the secret Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week.